This is Dante Long from A Lost Asylum, and you're listening to The House of Noise. Welcome to House of Noise. Noise. We we should say that again. Should I count off? Welcome to House of Noise. You're not even like, you're just like, boom. Ready? Welcome to House of Noise. House of Noise. (laughs) Anyway, we spoke to Dante Long from the band A Lost Asylum out of Salt Lake City, Utah. The Mormon capital of the world. SLC. Yes. And uh, they have a their new self-entitled works coming out, A Lost Asylum. Uh, they have a video, Safe in Pieces, and they have a secondary video, um, Broken Beyond Repair. Uh, they've been out for since 2016, but they changed up some members and took it in a new direction. So and Actually, Dante is one of the newer he uh, is, members. He is. Hit well, it, had, nailed it on the first audition. We had a, Good for him. Yeah, I played three days later. Yeah. So... <laughs> Bam. We had a lot of fun talking to Dante. We talked about um, him growing up and his mom, how much of an influence she was on his life as far as music. Yeah, and the fact um, that he's a Jimi Hendrix fan, which is awesome. And then so. uh, we went into talk about the band, how he got involved with the band. You know, lots of good stuff yeah. in there. We hope we don't want to ruin it for him. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you everything. Yeah. You got to listen to find out the juicy a, tidbits. This is called a teaser. Right. Tease. Oh, you tease. Oh, oh. behave. Oh, behave, <laughs> darling. <laughs> so, anyway, I don't think they want to hear us talking too much. They really want to hear this glorious podcast with Dante Long from a lost asylum. Maybe they do want to hear us. Yeah. They don't want to hear us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> But they love us nonetheless. All right. Enjoy. All right. Enjoy it. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hey, Dante. Yes, this is. is. How are you? This is Jenna and Jim from House of Noise. I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great, man. Doing great on this lovely sunny day. It's finally uh, done snowing and spring here in Michigan. How's it out there in uh, you in Utah? Ah, uh, yes, I am. Uh, it's pretty cloudy, rainy right now. Uh, <laughs> wow. What the heck? That's not cool. You know, it's funny. Every time I hear of Salt Lake City, all I can think of it, it, of is uh, Salt Lake or SLC Punk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a pretty big one out here, yeah. <laughs> so how are things going with a lost asylum? How are you guys coping with this uh, pandemic, coronavirus, COVID-19? Um, well, it's kind of been a rough patch. Um, we had a couple shows lined up uh, right before uh, everything started getting canceled, uh, which is, uh, you know, not the best time. Uh, but... <laughs> You know, what can you do? Uh, we've, you know, rescheduled, you know, we've been working on a lot of new stuff. Um, a lot of new ideas are coming out of it as well. Uh, giving us time to kind of, you know, work through and get stuff ready um, for when we will be able to play shows again. Right. So Some, something good has to come out of this, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just let it be a downer the whole time. Right. There's always a uh, silver lining on every cloud, right? 
Sure oh, yeah. A storm after every rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, being that, you know, uh, this is kind of forced us all to uh, lock it down if people are, you know, following the rules and stuff. Um, have you guys really utilized social media to pass ideas back and forth? Maybe have like uh, live video meetings, jam sessions and whatnot? Um, not so much, uh, in like the video chat, uh, aspect of it, but we are, um, always, and we have been since before the virus broke out. Um, we've been, uh, using like uh, group chat to mm. kind of, you know, mm-hmm. ideas back and forth, um, kind of, you know, recording stuff, sending each other songs and stuff. Um, uh, you know, kind of use that group chat to kind of bounce off ideas off of each other. Yeah. Do you guys kind of all bring your own flavor to the mix or is there one is is Holly like kind of the main person that puts all the ideas together? Um, I feel like it is very much um, uh, all of us bringing in our own mix to uh, the band because uh, I come from uh, I listen to a lot of like heavier music. Okay. Uh and so, you know, I can kind of bring in, you know, a little bit of a heavier aspect to the band. Uh, Gil's an amazing uh, lead guitar player. And so yes. he just brings in this crazy lead section uh, that's hard for me to keep up. With. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, uh, we all do our part to, you know, contribute and, you know, put in a little piece of ourselves into everything that we write. Yeah, I uh, saw your uh, Veil of Maya shirt in uh, in the video. And, oh, um, yeah? <laughs> yeah? Yeah, so is that the type of music that you tend to uh, be influenced by, like heavier heavier stuff like that? Um, I, I love Veil of Maya. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Veil of Maya. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of heavier stuff. Um, I'm a huge Slipknot fan. Nice. Uh, one of the first bands I ever got into, like the first album I ever owned as a kid actually was uh, Theory by Linkin Park, which mm. probably wasn't the best album to be given a, a young child. But, you know, right, right. <laughs> we're yeah, well, you know, at that time they were kind of like uh, I always see um, Linkin Park as um, a band that really incorporated the. I don't want to say hip hop, but the spoken word in a heavier form. You know, when you look back at like Aerosmith with Run DMC and Anthrax with Public Enemy. Yeah. yeah, To me, they kind of brought that back. Yeah. I feel like they made it a little bit more mainstream. Mm -hmm. um, And that's what I liked. And I also really enjoy how much Linkin Park changed and progressed, even though I do not, I will say I don't like all their. Stuff past uh, minutes to midnight, uh, right. but uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. They're like the whole reason I'm doing what I'm doing. Chester Bennington is like my whole inspiration behind doing vocals. Um, you gotta, and so yeah, you gotta give respect where respects due. Right. Oh yeah. And just because you don't agree with everything that an artist has done doesn't you know nullify everything that they've done in the past. Oh yeah. So. You know, being that you are the uh, guitarist and you do the unclean vocals, um, 
I know there's a specific technique that you should utilize so that you don't destroy. It's very your, easy. Your, to, uh, yeah, yeah, very yeah. easy to tear vocal cords. So is uh, that is that something that you have really researched and kind of incorporated into how you perform? Um. Yeah, I've been screaming since I was like I want to say 15, 16. Okay. Um, and I've done a lot of research, and it's really. In, it's very individual um, in the fact that, like, my scream and my technique aren't going to be the same as somebody else's. Sure, um, sure. I think I heard somewhere somebody had said, you know, if you're doing it and it hurts, you're doing it wrong. Yes. If, if you're doing <laughs> yeah. It hurts, uh, probably stop and uh, reevaluate. Um, but <laughs> I am always learning new stuff. Um, my vocal technique is, uh, you know, constantly not, I won't, I won't say changing because that's not true, but, um, mm-hmm. it's constantly, uh, you know, evolving, um, learning new techniques and learning ways to, you know, not get as winded doing mm-hmm. it live. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of just finding that sweet spot. Uh, yeah. honestly, you kind of got to find, uh, you got to experiment with it and you have to find a place where it's not hurting you and you can continue. Although there are, you know, ways that you can, you know, be, doing vocals and it will hurt you and it like without it hurting at that moment you right, know right and further damage your vocal cords so you know you kind of just got to be cautious with it um taking the proper time to warm up and practice and you know get it to the point where you know it's you can you know use it without hurting yourself pretty much right. so you're the the newest member of the band right uh yes so how how did it all all that come together did you seek out them or they seek out you or what happened uh, there so I actually worked with uh, the drummer Justin. Uh, I think a year, a couple years prior, um, and uh, we had got to talking then. Uh, and he was looking on uh, it's a website called uh, Bandmix, I think. Okay. Uh, and he saw my old page that I, or like my old profile that I had put up on it. Uh, and he was like, "Oh, I remember Dante plays the guitar." So he hit me up. Um, and I went to go audition. That was yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that easy. Did, huh? did you uh, did you guys instantly <laughs> hit it off? And yeah, you, know, you said you were already friends with. Uh, I feel like I showed up, and uh, everyone was really nice to me. Um, we had a lot of chemistry uh, from the get go. Um, I actually ended up playing my first show with them three days after that oh, first audition. Nice. Yeah, I guess it really worked out. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you had he about... kind of called me. He was like, uh, "Hey, do you want to come audition for my band?" I was like, "Yeah." Right. <laughs> so you had like about two and a half days to get down all the material and get ready for uh, yeah. the performance. Yeah. <laughs> all right. No pressure. Uh, no pressure. <laughs> uh, yeah. A little bit of pressure. They asked me at that practice. They're like, "Hey, do you want to play a show?" on sunday and i was like you mean this sunday <laughs> <laughs> not next week not two I'm weeks like, from I now can, i can definitely try <laughs> sure. uh then you know all it'll work it out so <laughs> like, don't get mad at me if i screw up here and there you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> such is the live show anyway there's always something that can go wrong that is outside of your control anyway so oh yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah whatever can go wrong will, will go, go wrong, wrong. Yep. exactly Yep. You know, as a guitarist, do you remember like when you made the uh, choice to that was the instrument for you? Like what what got you interested? What drew you to that? 
Um, so playing the guitar, it's always really been in my life, honestly. Um, my, uh, mom got me a guitar when I was like, I want to say like two, three or four. I can't remember way back when. Um, and you know, I always had people in my family who were musicians and, you know, it always interested me. Um, and I've always, uh, I, I can't read music, uh, mm. so I've always learned by ear, okay. uh, and like kind of taught myself kind of throughout my life and progressed that way. Um, but yeah, um, I've kind of just always had a guitar in my hands, you know, it's always been something that, um, I felt is a part of me. Have you tried reading sheet music? Have you tried getting like, you know, yes. Okay. And you just really can't pick up on it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, like I, I just can't keep with it. Um, it doesn't make sense to me, honestly. And honestly, it makes more sense for me to uh, listen to it and then try to play it. Um, you know, because I, I don't know. It's, it's. I can, I can watch somebody play something and mm-hmm. play, listen to something, and yeah. you know, usually work out, like work it out. But if it comes to, like yeah. reading music. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Elton John was the uh, same way where he he could reproduce something by ear, which I think you know that's that's like a huge, uh, huge talent. Because to me, it's really especially playing guitar. What I'm sure you would agree that um, as far as being a guitarist, it's really all about the feels. Yeah, you yeah. Uh, it's for me it it has really been all about the feeling you know if it feels right uh then if it feels right and it sounds right then i'm playing it right uh there are people that come up to me like hey you don't play that song right and i'm like well i'm (laughs) all all the notes are being hit so exactly (laughs) i'm the one that knows what i'm doing calm down (laughs) opinion opinion not needed you want to do this like (laughs) (laughs) so how many guitars do you own because i know guitars can be uh, pretty pricey um uh, i own let's see the two that I use the most, um, the one that I use in the music video is my Fender Strat. Nice. Uh, um, and then I have an ESP. I have, and then other than that, I think I have three others. So I have two acoustics and then a, uh, a Fender Starcaster. Okay. Uh, so, all right. so do you have a preference or is that just what you're using at the moment? Oh, my, my Fender Stratocaster. That's my baby. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you name it? Um, I, I've been working on it, uh, for so long and it's, it's really such a special guitar for me because that's, you know, the guitar of my idol, Jimi Hendrix, you know, yes. um, if I'm going to name it, I better name it something good. Uh, but I'm really indecisive. So no, I haven't named it, but that's my baby. Uh, that's my favorite guitar I've ever owned. Yeah. Why? Um, you know, you said Jimi Hendrix is your idol, which I, I think he his guitar uh, prowess and just as a musician, he was incredible. Um, oh, yeah. But what what was what spoke to you about um, Jimi Hendrix that made him such that had that his music made such an impact on you? Um, so I was really big into Slash uh, mm-hmm. for the long mm-hmm. time. 
Uh, and my mom was like, uh, you like Slash, you like, you'd probably like Jimi Hendrix. And I was like, Jimmy who? And she's like, excuse me. And so she showed me <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> and um, I don't know, it was something about like the style in which he played mm -hmm. it like charisma that he had yeah. and just the way that you could tell that he put like his soul into every note that he played. Um, and you know, ever since I've just been obsessed, like my CD collection, like I have more Jimi Hendrix CDs than I have anybody else's CDs. Nice. Like, <laughs> if you... yeah, he was self-taught too. Yeah, he was. And yeah. he played the guitar backwards, which I think is so yes. badass. Um, so what what track you know do you have like maybe a favorite album or maybe a couple tracks that are kind of like the top of the at the top of the mountain as far as ones you really 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 would like really like um from from him specifically um probably my favorite by them is going to be the audio experienced album yeah uh, just so many great songs on it purple haze fire mm -hmm. um and then even the uh his woodstock performance cd yes uh, that's one of my favorite cds that i own um it's just amazing throughout the entire thing the whole the whole performance like on video is even more mind-blowing yeah. but yeah um yeah, I I really enjoy his song like Isabella. Uh, I like hear my train coming. Mm, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just I don't know. It's just something about like every song that he has, yeah. he's gonna shred in, and you yeah. know that he's gonna bring that you know flavor. Oh yeah, like Hey Joe and All Along the Watchtower, and yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's you know it's kind of funny because um, I think he you know. It, for me, a guitarist like him really was ahead of his time. Oh, yeah. You know, like he would have fit in so perfect today. His music, he, he I mean, he could have just, he would have been like the slash. He was the slash of his generation. Oh, yeah. You know. You, you touched on growing up in a music family. Was it just that they love music or did they play as well? Um, it's, it's more of just, uh, so I live with my, I've lived with my mom and my brother my whole life. Um, my mom is crazy into music. Um, she's crazy into like, uh, theater and like musical theater and stuff oh, okay. like that. All right. But she's, you know, also like very well-rounded in the music industry, not like in the music industry per se, but, um, right. Uh, she's really the whole reason I listen to most of the music I listen to. Like, she's the one who gave me that Linkin Park album as a kid. She introduced me to Metallica and nice. Jimi Hendrix and Limp Bizkit and <laughs> a lot of bands um, and kind of, you know, gave me the music taste that I have today and uh, really has encouraged me to continue doing what I'm doing. Did she take you out to concerts as well? I mean, we've, we've been to quite a few concerts. Yeah. Um, we uh, probably my favorite concert I've been to with my mom was uh, we went to go see Green Day because uh, oh, they're nice. uh, one of my favorite bands. And uh, yeah, it was just an amazing experience. Um, we were supposed to go this year. We had a, quite a few concerts lined up this year. Yeah. We were supposed to go see um, Disturbed. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then we were also supposed to have just gone to go see the Temptations with the Utah Sin. Um, okay. And that was a that was a couple of days ago. Well, I yeah. think yesterday. But yeah, um, yeah we're waiting for uh, um, Megadeth, Megadeth uh-huh. and Incarcerated to get canceled. Oh, sh- oh I'm yeah, I'm not touring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we already got our tickets. We're all set up for both of those, and we're just we're just waiting on the word. He he's waiting. I'm I'm gonna stay strong. She's and stay trying positive to stay hopeful. And, They're both in July. I'm, yeah, I'm staying yeah. strong and hopeful. Nobody's made an official announcement yet, and until that happens, it's still happening. It's so. already been unofficially announced. No one okay? hasn't. No one hasn't. Yeah, this is there's not, a this is an ongoing <laughs> argument between us. I know. Uh, I know. Corn and Faith No More had a show. I uh, had, uh, had a tour later this year that I was really wanted to go to. Uh, but, um, you know, hopefully things calm down a little bit and we can, you know, get back to our normal lives yes, and cause... enjoy going to crazy concerts. Yes, because me- not being able to go see shows, like I was actually watching Vakken earlier <laughs> today because I'm like, if I can't physically be at a show, I will sit there for an hour and watch Vakken from 2018, you know, an hour yeah. set. Cause. Yeah, I, I understand that. I'll I'm running back a ton of like concert tapes from like Slipknot and like Lincoln Park at the moment. So. Uh, yeah, we uh, did you get a chance to see them um, when they came with their yes, new set? It, what, did, yes. what did you think of that? Oh, uh, amazing! Uh, I, I I love Slipknot. I have a Slipknot tattoo. I also have a Lincoln Park tattoo, Sweet. but I love Slipknot. Um, I saw them. Uh, this last set that they put on mm-hmm. was incredible. Yeah. Uh, the new member is amazing. Tortilla Man oh, is yep, awesome. Yep. Yeah. Tortilla uh, Man is so cool. <laughs> JD Day Weinberg is such an amazing drummer. He is. Uh, and then Mick Thompson and Jim Rue are just mm-hmm. crazy as always. Yeah. And I, I love the new album. Uh, they put on an amazing live show as always. What um, you, yeah, what'd you think of um, Corey Taylor's mask? Did you were you kind of like weirded out by it and stuff like everybody else I, seemed to be? At first, the first time I saw it, I was like, hmm, uh, <laughs> I, I feel about that. But then it kind of grew on me, and yeah. I was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> well, in some ways, it's kind of tame compared to what he's done before. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, like the one that he had before, he had like that whole like separating yeah. piece. Uh, like all funky and i was like oh that's really cool (laughs) um yeah i get i get to be one of the proud few people that say that i saw them back when they opened for cold chamber and that was pretty much their first major tour so i yeah i i like saying that i'm elite (laughs) 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 it was awesome it really was it was one of those shows where the opener well, they weren't the opener; they were the second to last act. But they stole the show. Yeah, that's that's how my mom is. My mom keeps rubbing it in my face. She's like, "I've seen Lincoln Park and Slipknot in their prime. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen Slipknot. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen yeah. Lincoln Park. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I've never seen you know Lincoln Park either. And now it's kind of like with Chester not being here and, you know, yeah, I did uh, have the opportunity to go see uh, Mike Shinoda play. Mm, yeah. yeah. And that's right. Cause he had his solo. So yeah, yeah, he had his little solo EP and he came into the tour for that. And it was amazing. Yeah. Like it, it was, I, uh, he actually played a couple Linkin Park songs and I oh, was like, cool. Oh, was it, 
I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so uh, the video, um, A Ghost of Us, um, where did you guys, or Safe in Pieces, excuse me, did you guys film that in the Utah area in, a, in like a, it almost looks like in a, a trailer or something. It's very like dark and... Uh, so that's actually a location um, called Downtown Music, and oh. it's a uh, it's actually a like a band room, uh, really? like like a ton of band rooms in like this one building, um, and there's like a ton of artwork and graffiti all over the walls, and it's a it's a huge place, um, and that's where we used to practice. Um, uh, it's a really cool environment. Uh, I think that's why we uh, chose to do it there. Right. Did um the young woman and male, the two characters that are in the video, were they people that you knew or were they people um, that were hired to perform? In the I video? know. I know the, the, the man, uh, he's a guitar player. He's the guitar player for the band. I'm alive. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I know that the the woman in the video is one of Holly's friends, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, first I thought that was Holly, but I'm like, no, her hair is shorter. <laughs> yeah. Her shorter and not as pink. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Holly's got some awesome hair. I love her hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so how would you say that, you know with everything going on, how are you keeping each other positive and, and kind of. Yeah. Cause if it does turn out that it is going to be another year before uh, you guys are able to play, you know, how are you guys preparing for that? Um, uh, you know, we're kind of just keeping it on the bright side. Um, we're trying not to push each other, um, you know, too far trying not to stress each other out really. Um, and you know if it does come to the point where it's you know a year before we can play then we have that year to prepare and we're gonna be you know that much more ready um and we're gonna put on that much of a better show so right yeah i mean i suppose time you know you have to not really see it as something to be fearful of and you know it's really just to me to take time to be creative and reflective and you know to make magic and stuff and thank god for technology right oh yeah I saw this be... post that was like, what would have this would have happened uh, like twenty years ago? We would have all been playing Snake on our Nokia's. Yeah, exactly, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we have a hundred texts. <laughs> right, right. So I've seen you guys have played a lot of shows locally. How is the music scene in, in the Salt Lake City area? Um, it's really good for some genres. Uh, like it, it's decent for our genre. Um it's it definitely leans more towards either like the hardcore punk or like the super heavy like deathcore okay scenes over here um and so that's really weird because we don't really fit in with either of those Uh too much (laughs) um uh but you know the fans that we have here are amazing um and you know the shows that we have here are 
Yeah, great. I, I love playing here. Um, I definitely feel like we would benefit from a different scene, but, you know, is like I is. said, yeah, it is what it yeah. is. <laughs> Are there um, any iconic um, rock bars in your in your area? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Are there any iconic rock clubs in your area at all that you guys like to some, would like to play at? Or something that's become iconic? Yeah. Um, personally, I've played a, um, there's this, it's like this little, uh, I don't know if I want to call it a dive bar. Uh, there's this bar called, uh, Liquid Joe's. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it's a really cool bar. Uh, they have an indoor and an outdoor, uh, stage. It's a really cool place. Um, there's also a place down in Ogden that we, uh, have played at. That's a, uh, another bar called uh, Kamikazes. Oh, nice. It, it's actually a bar that uh, used to be a church. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's a really cool place. Um, yeah, it's a really cool environment over there as well. And we brought up SLC Punk earlier. It's Obviously, the scene has changed a lot in the Salt Lake City area because, you know, it, it is. It's Mormon. It's definitely Mormon, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is very Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> now, how is that? Is that still uh, a you know, a factor in what gets played in, in the area or not. It doesn't sound like it's not affecting it too bad. Um, not really. I mean, down in Salt Lake, um, concerts are going to happen no matter who it is really. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they tried to shut down Marilyn Manson, but that's <laughs> yeah, crazy. That didn't work out very well. Hasn't yeah. uh, everybody though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At some yeah. point. <laughs> I feel like if I saw Marilyn Manson was coming to my venue, I would try to stop it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan myself. It's not like the worst. Like they don't really affect what's going on in the music scene too much. Um, it is there. There are a lot of them here. There are a lot of Mormon people here. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, not really too much affecting in the music scene. Like we kind of get like weird looks. Like I have some Mormon friends or like Mormon family that like see the music video and they're like, "You're you're crazy, dog!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like is that you? Is that you yelling? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Are you possessed? <laughs> Y'all need to expel the demon. <laughs> oh. I've heard it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so what if, you know, when you look back at being a part of uh, Lost Asylum and the music and the process for you, what did you find most impactful maybe or enjoyable throughout this whole entire thing from the audition oh, it- to, you know, it's probably honestly just being able to do what I love and have always loved doing um, and do it on like a level where I can, you know, produce music and like put, put it out. And uh, you know, it's just, it's an, it's an amazing opportunity um, like all around. Um, it's amazing being able to, you know, go out and play shows and have people listen, you know, uh, so, yeah, you know, it's, uh, 
Sorry, I just completely lost my train of thought. (laughs) Do you think that's something that as you become more involved in the scene and, you you know, you you get older and you get some wisdom, you know, in that process, do you think that would be something you'd hold on to to keep you humble, to keep you more grateful and and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I know that no matter what the future holds, um, I will always look back to this because this is really like my first like major band that i've been in so you know it's it's uh, a part of something big yeah the picture i was curious about the picture that was that's on your uh the facebook page you know and there's the uh building behind you guys it says a lost asylum Uh, Uh was that was that taken somewhere in the area you know i always wonder how photographers choose spots for band photos you know um, that was uh it's it is in salt lake um we kind of just went to do the photo shoot um and we just kind of walked around for a little bit and the photographer was like hey um this building and we were yeah. like okay cool <laughs> 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 Sounds like a plan. Jenna, you're not asking the artist what they were feeling at the moment. Right, right. Had you ever ever worked with this photographer before this at all? Um, I know know they had uh, previously. um, It's the same photographer. uh, I apologize. I'm blanking on her name right now. That's Uh, okay. But uh, we did work with, she's the one that filmed the music video as well. Okay, okay. So if somebody wanted to find, um, you know, the best place to find all the stuff that is a lost asylum, what is the best place to go for them? Um, that would be Facebook or Instagram. Do you guys have a website as well? Uh, yes, we do have a website. It is. I'm sure you can get to from Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, you can get that from <laughs> <and> Instagram as well. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Dante, it's been fun, and I'm really glad we were able to talk to you about a lost asylum today. Um, I hope you and the rest of the band stay safe during this time, and I really hope that this is up soon so you guys can get out there, kick some ass on the road, and you know, hopefully you'll make it out here um, to oh, us yeah, at some point. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys stay safe as well. We will. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dante. Thank you, guys. Yep, take care, man. You too. Bye. Now it's time for a special session we call Ask the Experts. We call up our friends and family and get their take on things we talked about during this interview. Enjoy. Hey, I have a question for you. Actually, um, either you um, or uh, mom, but um, wanted to know if you knew, hold on. Do you know of any Mormons? Do I know of any Mormons? Yeah. yeah. Not offhand. Do you think they listen to heavy metal music? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm sure some of them do. Do you think they headbang when they do listen? I have no idea. I don't know. Mormons are pretty strict. I, I don't know if they're allowed to do that only in some of the younger generation, if they could, if they can sneak away with it. But 
Uh, their religion's awful strict. So I decided to do this little segment uh, we're going to call Ask the, Ask, Ask, Ask the Experts, and we're going to put it on the podcast. So we just asked you, the expert, <laughs> what you thought about Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> so is it all right if we put this on the podcast? <laughs> you can do it. Right. I don't care. I know I'm expert though. <laughs> That's kind of the, the, the kind of the whole point. So yeah, <laughs> it'll be fun. Yes, it will for sure. <laughs>